Thank you for listening to the Convergence House of Prayer podcast. Please enjoy this message by Pastor Andrew Aguilar as we are on our second week of our 21-day corporate fast. It is about receiving the Father's love. Well, we have the joy. We're we're on our third, our second week of the fast is experiencing the Father's uh, heart and love. And um, I love to, every once in a while, team teach on that. So uh, today I'm going to have, I've asked Andrew to come and minister. And this week's focus, yeah, that's awesome. This week's, week's focus is receiving the Father's love. I'll be back next week. I'll be back next week. Um, and we'll be, we'll be closing with uh, responding to the Father's love. And so then we have Jim Baker the next week. So that's kind of the flow for January. But I just want you guys, we just really love Andrew. And we just, we're just really seeing God's hand on his life and his ministry and his and Hannah, everybody. So would you guys give him a hand as he comes up and ministers the word this morning? Thank you. All right, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Let's do this. Holy Spirit, just recognize your presence. Thank you for being so good to us all the time. And your leading that you, you just do so well. So we just come under you. And we ask that you would surround us today. I ask, God, that you would meet us right here where we're at, for real. That we would walk away knowing that you're with us. That we would see the effect physically that you're with us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I love that story, that testimony that I'm going to walk up here, I think. I like walking on the front. It's fun. Makes my mom nervous. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't really think it even... Does anything make you nervous? Yeah. We got past those nerves a long time ago, huh? <laughs> it probably makes Hannah nervous now, huh? Just, no, she's, she's all right. Um, I love that testimony that Pastor Greg shared during our time in worship because it, like I had, we, we didn't talk about that, but the Holy Spirit just knew. And I love the response that that person had in the midst of their season. I was just like, that's it right there. I want to talk about what happened. And, and I want to share a couple stories, but most of all, I want to go to scripture. You ready? Let's do this. Uh, so I'm an ESV. I love the ESV. I love all the Bible stuff. Bible's just good. If you're reading it, I don't care what translation, as long as it's read. <laughs> and read with the combination of the Holy Spirit. Like, you want correct understanding of Scripture. You want to know what that author meant. But most of all, you want to be in communion with the Holy Spirit. You want to be receiving the truth from heaven every time you open that book. Because if you don't, then it's just another textbook. The one thing that separates this book from all the others is the Spirit of God. So 
That's not what I'm talking about, but I, I got to just mention that. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 through something, through 22. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, and he is Jesus. He saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, a.k.a., and Andrew, who is the coolest disciple of all, because his name is the best, and (laughs) he saw Peter. Paige, stay there. It keeps flipping when I'm walking. He saw Andrew and his brother Peter casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. They know what's up. How many fishermen do I got in the room? Come on, bass fishermen, trout fishermen, fly fishermen. I mean, just because a fisherman doesn't mean the ladies are excluded, like you fish. You know what I'm saying? If you don't fish, you got to be more like the disciples, because that's who Jesus called. I'm just kidding. Um, so, so they were casting their nets into the sea. You, I'm super visual. Can you see what's happening? These dudes are on a boat and they're casting a net. You guys ever see when, when people fish with nets, how they throw them? Man, some guys are so cool. It looks like art. Just like, whew. they throw it and it's like a 50 foot circle perfectly forms because they know their technique. It's just, whew. And it hits the water like all at the same time, like at the same plane. Like it's not like thrown like this and like in a, not catch any fish. It throws like this, like a circle. It's so cool. Hop up on YouTube later and, and watch that stuff. It's so cool. The Lord will speak to you through anything. And uh, he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. You guys see this? It's on the screen. Okay. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Once they decided that it might be a good idea, you go to the next verse. Once they decided that they had all their ducks in a row and that they maybe were called, they decided to follow Jesus. Oh, wait, but then before that, they they made sure that they were all healed up inside to lead people. So they they wanted to make sure that that they, they had everything they needed, their full supply. They made sure that they had enough money in the bank before they left the boat. They made sure that they got the, all the fish that they were there to get so that they could actually have some lunch. That's not what my Bible says. It says immediately, immediately, right away. Immediately means right now, not tomorrow, not when you got enough money in the bank, not when you feel like it. It's right now. They left where they were at right away. So today, one thing I really, really want to talk about is receiving. You see, they could have looked at their life and started analyzing inside and going, I'm just a fisherman. I sit on a boat all day. And catch these slimy, smelly looking things that people put in their bodies called fish. It's funny. I like catching fish for sport. I catch and release. 
don't, whatever, don't judge. I catch them for sport. I, 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 I'll eat really good, like, salmon that's fresh. Like, my dad used to fish. He'd bring them home. He'd throw it in the garage and say, hey, cut it up, and I'm going to go shower. And then we'd throw it on the grill and eat. That's the fish that I ate. I didn't eat Costco fish. Like, no, I just... It's weird to me. I just can't. It's, I, once you've tasted and seen that fresh fish is good, you'll, you'll, you just know what I'm saying. Anyways, it's hard. I got trust issues is really what it is. I just, it's, anyways. So these guys could have sat and looked internally and decided, you know, what is it? Who is this guy anyways? Calling a fisherman. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. Look at my life. I don't have the right job. I don't have enough money. I don't, have, I don't even have a plan. This is it. This boat right here with my brother. This is it. I love C.S. Lewis. He's just a great spiritual mind. He says... In mere Christianity, if you haven't read that book, I I, I suggest you should, especially if you're a follower of Jesus. He says this right here, and this this is what I'm talking about. He says, for pride is like, is a spiritual cancer. Pride is a spiritual cancer. It eats up the very possibility to love. Or the ability to be content. Or even to have common sense. The issue that I want to talk about. When we're talking about receiving this wall right here. This wall that blocks you from receiving anything that the Lord has for you is called pride. Pride is ugly. One of the most common forms of pride that that I recognize in the body of Christ is this pride like I'm describing with the disciples. See, you're called as a son and a daughter You are called, you are marked, you were bought with blood. Your inheritance is restored to you as a prince, a princess to, to rule and to reign. But we go, ah, I've got so much sin in my life that I just, how? See that pride? You're called even in your brokenness as a fisherman. But we say, I I can't even speak in front of the class. I struggle with so much anxiety. How can you possibly use me? That's pride. Pride prohibits you from even having the ability to receive it's not even about the timing it's about you can't even arrive to the place to to put your hand out and receive the inheritance that he's called you in 
Pride prevents you from even looking into your past. When we look into our past, we have to see where Jesus was. As a follower of Jesus, we have to recognize that even in those painful moments and in the good moments that have come to this place right here in our life, we got to be able to look back and go, oh, I see Jesus was there. I see how he used that situation. I see that even in that broken situation, when my father abused me, when my mom said this about me, when the teacher said I couldn't do it and I wasn't good enough, how he uses that as fuel for your life and brings you to a point where you're so, you're so satisfied in him. And it's because of him. Not because of anything else, but it's because of him. But pride prevents you from looking to the past. It prevents you from looking to the past and to be able to get past it. You see what I'm saying? So I want to declare today, this message is for our fasting body. Andrew, what does this have to do with fasting at all? This year, 2019, is going to be a year of overflow. And I want to make sure that you don't get left behind. I want to make sure that you're, you're ready. Because it's going to be good. October 7th, 2018, just last year, the day after my birthday, I was standing right here. It was a Sunday morning. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, Andrew, I'm bringing you into a season of, of a boxing match. And it's going to be 12, 12 rounds with your character. Immediately, this was my response, like, wow, God, thank you, that's so good. But my first thought was, man, I have 12 things in my character that I need to take care of. But just last Friday, I'm sitting, we're, we're in youth and we're having an amazing time, just spending time with Jesus, had, bringing the kids on this new journey. And I'm sitting there and the Holy Spirit just kind of does the neck. And he said, why do you think that there's 12 things that I don't like about you? There's so many more things that I like about you than things that I think I have to fix. And I was just like, oh, I'm not that bad. Oh, it wasn't all bad. There's things you like about me. I want that to sink in. Right now, there's things that the Lord loves about you. Just the way you are. He loves them because he put them in you. And you know what? Not only did he put them in you, but they're a reflection of him. Whew. Receive that. Receive that and believe that. Don't look into the mirror and see all the ugly. Look, there's things that we got to take care of in our life, and we know it. But look into the mirror and let that pride fall to the floor because the grace of Jesus is more sufficient than the problem. His blood covers a multitude of sins. His blood is the fuel for our life. Come on, people. You can look into that mirror and be happy with what you see. 
and know that the season is not ended. That his goodness still will not just pass before you, but you're going to taste it. You're going to see it tangibly come into fruition in your life right where you're at. You feel like your marriage is falling apart. You're like, God, I did this because I, I really could have went off this way and just been with whoever I wanted to be, whenever I wanted to be, live a lifestyle that really feels free. But no, I chose to follow you to stay true to your word because I know you don't agree with that. But why does my marriage feel like it's just nothing right now? This message is for you. You've been sitting there going, why is my son and my daughter not following the ways of, of you, Christ? I've led, I've led them, I've raised them, and I stood on your word, and I feel like I'm kind of still standing, more like I'm on my knees. But it says that raise up a child in the way they should go. Why are they departed? Why does it feel that way, God? This message is for you. This word is for you. Don't let your pride keep you out of the keep you off your knees. Because that pain that you're feeling is why you need to fast. That pain that you're feeling is the, is the very importance of why we need to be in a season of dedication, of pure focus to him. That's what we're doing. And we're choosing to believe again that maybe he'll come through. I want to share a story. So, I think it was uh, in November early November, maybe late October, because it was warm outside. Oh, Jesus, I miss summer. <sighs> Summer's the best. I told you guys, 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Christmas is gone. Can't wait. Oh, it's so good. We had uh, been having a real chill day. It was a Saturday. And we bought Samuel a, a Vortex football thing. And it does a little, you know, like those things you throw them. And it makes that whistle sound. And we're playing in the yard, in the front yard on the street. How many people play on the street? Come on. I grew up playing on the street. You need to play on the street. Put cones out. Park your car. Say, tell them to slow down first. You guys drive slow, please. Gosh. I do have a little, like, anger sometimes. And when people drive fast, especially around my kids, I almost lose my salvation, man. Like, it's, it's crazy. I don't know what happens. So we're playing in the street because that's where you're supposed to play. And it starts getting dark, and the kids are having so much fun. It's me, Hannah, and all the kids. All the kids. No, it's just the four, the four kids. It's a lot. I get it. It's a lot of kids. So we're playing in the street. We're having a blast. Samuel's like, Dad, throw it. I'm like, Shh, launching that thing like, anyways, super far. 
and we're having so much fun. He's like catching the ball and then it's starting to get dark and they're not wanting to go inside. So I'm like, okay. When I'm telling you the story, I want you to really have your spirit on, okay? In every moment he's speaking, in every, every story, there's, there's something that you need to hear. And when I say hear, it's hear. So it's getting dark. And I'm like, I got an idea. We have these floodlights on the front of our house. I was like, I'm going to point him to the street. I want to make some, some, shine some light on the street so we could just play as long as we want because it's warm outside. Like it should be all the time. <laughs> so I go towards the water hose and there's a spigot that I stand on once in a while. I've done this more than once just like you fasted more than once. I've done this more than once where I stand on this thing more just like, you know, you contended before in your fast that, you, that you've you prayed for this situation before for your son or your daughter, for your financial breakthrough, just like you've fasted before for this same situation. But I stood on this spigot before just like I had before to shine the light on the next generation that was playing in the street. See, I wasn't thinking just about myself having fun outside. I was thinking about other people. So what could I do in this situation that would allow the next generation to not miss out on the joy that I love too? The things that I enjoyed when I was a kid, I want them to have the best life that they could possibly have. So I'm going to stand on this stupid spigot and, and reach up for the light and shine it in the street. That was my thinking. So I reach up. And I go to grab the lights. That's the sound of the moving light. I move one. Perfect. Looking back like this. Is it there? Is it in the okay, it's perfect. I go to grab the other light. And it was like this. I grabbed the light. The spigot broke. And I pulled the light out. <laughs> the light's all like falling all over the place like I was like no but the worst part about it was the spigot was the main water line to feed the house and it goes and the kids are in the street they're like this they get so excited and I'm like no and they're just so happy they're like yeah so they run up, they run up to the, to the water and they're like, playing in the water. And I'm like, no, no, what did I do? Oh my gosh. I, I had some choices. Thank you, Jesus, for your help. So the kids are so excited. Needless to say, luckily my best friend Marvin over here, he's a, uh, He's a genius. He's like, I know how to turn the water off. He runs into the street. He's like, don't tell Alameda County. You're not supposed to touch this. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, so hey, on the stream, grace, right? There's grace if someone saw this. So he's like messing with the valve. He's like, got it. We grew up in Hayward. So I mean, like, dude, like, <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> like, 
So he's like turning the valve off. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. The valve shuts off. And then he's like, we'll just fix it ourselves because I don't have money to call a plumber. Like, what the heck? Like, this is going to cost And it was my dumb fault, right? Like, you better fix it yourself. That's what my dad would say. So, like, <laughs> so, it's like, so we learned how to solder that night real quick. And we did a really good job. Like, I, I do good work. I stand by my work. We did a good job. Like, I was like, pretty proud. But I want you to know that sometimes in your life, you're standing on something that really, it it seems small and insignificant, but it's actually a lifeline for your, for your house. And you're still standing on it. And it seems like nothing's happening. It seems like it might not even be enough at times. But the faithfulness of the Lord says, I could use anything. I could use anything to bring my rain. I could use anything to supply what I need to be done on the earth. And it looks like your life. But will you stand on me again? Will you stand on me again to bring this flow that is never ending? Unless Marvin turns off the water. This flow that is, you you guys picking up the prophetic sign. This is a, a half inch piece of pipe. That fed my entire house. You don't know what this little thing does. You don't even know what your prayers are doing when you're sitting and contending. It is a lifeline for your entire household. You know what? When this thing turned off, they found out real quick they couldn't flush the toilet. They found out real quick that they couldn't wash their hands. Let me tell you, your prayer life has purpose. You're not just talking to some invisible being that is not even there like you're speaking to a wall. Though it might feel like it at times, let me tell you what your prayers are doing are fully feeding your house. They're fully feeding your spiritual life. So I want to speak to to the ones who have been contending for years. The ones that are in the midst of brokenness in their body that need a healing right now. Don't stop. You are so close. You are, you are at the, it is right at the tips of your fingers. It might just be this one last time that it takes, and then you get your breakthrough, and that's what I'm believing for. It might just be this one last time when Jesus says, come on and follow me, that you actually do it immediately. I'm going to end right here. John 21. After this, Jesus revealed himself again. Jesus revealed himself again to his disciples by the sea of Tiberias. And he revealed them in this way. Simon Peter called Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others. His disciples were together, and they were going fishing. Because that's what we do. You stay true to yourself. Yeah, he called the fisherman, just like he's called the carpenter, just like he's called the coder. Just like he's called the full-time mom, you stay true to you because he's called you. 
Just like he's called the office manager, just like he's called the pastor, the street evangelist, the, even the person who has no job right now, he's called you. The person who's been on disability, he's called you. Stay true to yourself. He shouts to them, children, got any fish? <laughs> he knows they're terrible fishermen. Cast your net on the right side of the boat. Walks away. So they cast it. And the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, this is the Lord. I know it. He's messing with us. He's playing with us. He knows. He knows it's us. And he's He's coming to mess with us again. Throw the down the side of the boat. I'm hungry. He runs. <laughs> Peter's like, see ya. Puts his clothes on. He starts swimming to Jesus. The disciples learned from the first time that when they immediately came, that this man is who he says he is. So that even three plus years later, now, after the crucifixion, after he raises from the dead, and he's appearing to them once again, they knew he's real. I want to ask you this morning and invite you into a season of being able to receive. So that next week when we talk about responding to what he's calling you to, that you will not have to look at your past and only see pain. But you will see the mixture of Jesus Christ in the seasons that he's brought you through and feel the strength that is with beneath your feet that you stand on because of his goodness. I invite you into a season of letting the pride fall down and not even caring anymore about what people say, what their opinions are, or walking in fear of failure, but allowing your pride to be like the type of lions. And that would be the only pride you care about. The ones that are right next to you. The ones that are feeling the same thing you're feeling even in this moment. But that the, you would allow the Holy Spirit to circle around us. And as a pride, we would carry one another. And we would chase Jesus together. Through love in care, through kindness and compassion, that the only pride you would have in your heart is the family kind. I guess that could work as an e-group plug. That wasn't my intent. You need to be connected with some people. We're not supposed to do this thing on our own. 
Look how he called the disciples in pairs together. He's the same then as he is now. Would you trust him again? Would you stand on his faithfulness again? This is my challenge this week that you would stand on his faithfulness again. And if you're not fasting now, you would start today. That you would look this this thing in the face of whatever it is, financial breakthrough, pain in your body, your children, your marriage, whatever it is, that you would stand on him again and believe that this thing's gonna break and that his goodness would rain down for the generations to come. That it stops now, that it breaks now with you. So as we go into a time of ministry, I'm I'm gonna invite Caitlin up. She's gonna lead us with our our prayer team, our ministry team. Would you let your pride fall and stand and trust him again? Be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Andrew. That was awesome. Um, Can I have the prayer ministers come forward and we'll just have them lined up here? Um, I feel like um, there's two types of people that there's two things going on in the spirit right now one if you feel like if you feel like you just need an encouragement to do that one last step of faith that one last jump to trust the lord that he can break in and you have a person in your mind or you have a situation or you have a healing in your mind and you just you just need to take that last step to trust god um We want to invite you up to pray so you can come and just line up and they'll just start praying for you right now. Um, The other thing I felt led to call for prayer for today is a couple days ago I had a dream and I thought it was just for me, but then everybody just said everything about it, so I'm going to share it. I had this dream that Aaron, my husband, he's the children's pastor here, he and I were standing there and there was like a outpour from the Lord falling on us. And at first I was like, thank you, Jesus, for your blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving me and for giving me favor. And God was like, what are you doing? You're just absorbing it all. And I was like, yeah, that's what you meant, right? And he's like, no, point it at someone else. And I was like, oh, yeah. And as soon, and there was a moment in my dream where I was afraid that if I pointed it at someone else, I wasn't gonna get any more water. And the Lord was like, don't listen to that lie. So if you feel like, and the moment I pointed it at some people, the flow was like multiplied and it was huge and I couldn't contain it and they couldn't contain it and it just went everywhere, it went past them. And I just feel like, um, first, if you feel like you have a situation you want breakthrough in and you just needed the encouragement to just step into that faith again, come forward. But also, if there's something that you feel like you may have accidentally been withholding, prayer, like Pastor Greg said, that guy got healed from cancer by praying for someone else. 
And so if there's something that you feel like the Lord's blessed you with and you've had like fear or anxiety that maybe, um, maybe you weren't gonna have enough if you gave it away, whether it be, it could be finances, it could be something in the spirit, it could be encouragement, whatever it might be. Um, and you just want, you just want some prayer or you just wanna come forward in faith and say, yes, Lord, I'm gonna start giving what I'm receiving more. I'm gonna start giving and outpouring what you give to me in the spirit. Then just come on forward and we're just gonna be up here praying for you guys. Um, there's, no, there's no shame about it. We all go through it, you know, it's being human. You know, and so don't be afraid to come on forward. There's no eyes. There's no no one's. You know, just come on forward, and we'll just um, we'll just love on you guys. So um, the line's gonna keep growing. Um, I want to give you guys a couple pieces of information before you go. Uh, Gabrielle has all of the e groups out back, and so if you were really encouraged by what Kalisha said earlier today, and you're like, I want to be involved in a group that does things like that. Go back there, find your city, and you will find the leaders who will be hosting you, and then you'll be able to get plugged in. Um, And that's it. So thank you guys so much for being here today. And that's everything we have. God bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed this message. For more messages like this, please subscribe, and thank you for listening.